Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back again online. And uh, as we approach the end of the year, that our hearts are given to trusting God and taking a kind of stock of things so that we can make amends, adjustments, and so forth and prepare our hearts. Let's worship him who's worthy today. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. Worship you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that's within me, bless his holy name. Thank you, thank you. Forgives all our iniquities, heals all our diseases. We worship you today. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To him who sits on the throne. And unto the Lamb, to him who sits on the throne, and unto the Lamb, be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. Be blessings and glory. And honor and power forever. We worship you, Lord. El mesto crebelita pagadis. Bleno runto prejembre filibra casata liente. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Se predite presuto prevava liente. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Holy One. Oh, blessed be the name of the living God. Blessed be the name of the living God. Blessed be the name of the living God. We worship you. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything that's within me. My soul and all that's within me. Who forgives all our iniquities. Who heals all our diseases. We thank you. We're so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We commit this entire time to your tender mercies. We look to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We worship you, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's uh, open up our Bibles today to scripture that we usually start in prayer, Colossians chapter 1, we have a prayer there. From the ninth verse, it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease 
to pray for you and do desire that you might be filled. Notice that, filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we might walk worthy of the Lord. Verse 10 says, unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened, verse 11 continues, with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering, with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet or qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. You can see that uh, these prayers have lots of words, sort of jockeying for space on the page. Because it is rich, it comes from uh, the Spirit of God, a dimension that uh, is a revelation to us. And so sometimes uh, words cannot capture entirely what is going on. However, we can see many things can stand out that God wants us to enjoy certain privileges that he has given to us and then walk in the manner imitating him and thanking him. So we ask all of this because it has to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's hear this also in Canada, Colossians 1, 9 to 12. Adakarana Navu Saha Adanu Kedida Divasa Dinda Nimagoskara Pratisuvadanu Bidade Nivu Sakaladnanavanu Akmiya Gradike and Nuhundi Atana Chittada Vishayavada Tiruvarike in the Tumbikundu. Kartanige Yogiragi Nadedu Yella Vidadali Atananu Santosha Padi Suvavaragi Rabekentalu Nivu Sakala Sakkarya Vemba Falavanu Kuduta Devaraj Nanadali Abiruddi Agutira Bekentalu. Atana Mahima Shaktiya Prakara Paripurna Balahundi Balisharagi Ananda Purvakavada Tarme and Numatu Dirgashanti and Nutorisuvaru. Bedakin Aliruva Parishudara Badjate Ali Palugara Raghuvadaki Namanu Yogiran Nagi Madida Tandege Krutadna Tastuti Maduvaragi Rabek and Talu Nano Ashisutene. Praise God. You can see here that uh, he would pray these prayers for the churches. And as the very clearly written scripture, the apostle to the Gentiles, uh, it was talking also to us, the church age where the Gentiles would become heirs also and receive the benefits. So these prayers will be good to pray over yourself and the church in general. And so we thank God it can be prayed again and again. And notice that he says that we should be filled with the knowledge of his will. And his will and his word are synonymous. They are like the same thing. However, um, you know, you never know that you're full of uh, the word until it starts coming out of you. And uh, thanksgiving rises up. And you are grateful for the things that have been given to us, the work that's been done uh, for us in Christ. And it, go, it goes further on to uh, 
walk in a certain way, live in a certain way, to produce certain lifestyle and fruit. And so we cannot tell that we are full until it begins to really affect our life and our walk. And uh, as we know, uh, the, the time of the Lord's appearing is, or rather coming, is, is so soon that um, we could use all the prayers, we could use all the help to get ourselves prepared for that glorious uh, encounter. Hallelujah. So uh, do pray these prayers as much as you can, particularly in this time where you are uh, preparing your heart to be sensitive and yielded. And therefore there has to be a lot of thanksgiving. Because you are partakers, you are partners, you are made to commune and enjoy and be at union with the benefits that are in the glory, in the light of God. And God is light. Hallelujah. And so we thank God. We thank God that these things are ours and this is the will of God that we enjoy this and it affects us and we be full of thanksgiving. Praise God. Having said all that, uh, it's good to see in 1 Corinthians a couple of things written to the church again, this particular church, um, where we have the communion chapter, the 11th chapter. We see all of these things. Uh, and it is good to note there that there are uh, thoughts before that, in the 10th chapter, he says, verse 1, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Here we have uh, another picture of baptism where they have become uh, identified with the work that was done in that covenant there. All of Moses, law, teachings, etc. Verse 3, And did all eat the same spiritual meat? And did all drink the same spiritual drink? Verse 4 continues, For they drank of that spiritual rock, that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So here we have a reference to Christ also, that he did come uh, on the earth, eventually uh, by that virgin birth and nativity there, you remember. Uh, before that, he never came as a man, but he came even as a rock. Isn't that interesting? Although he was already there, with God, uh, but he was not in the earth realm as a man till he was born in a manger in Bethlehem. But the rock was Christ, so you can see that we can be connected there uh, in our thinking and in the aspect of being spiritual. So imagine that you were also uh, thought of in the mind of God that you are in Christ. Then he goes on, verse 5, 
But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent. We should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. We're so happy to note that people are getting saved through the outreach of the church. People are turned on to seeing others getting saved during this interim. And it's so wonderful to see the angels rejoice over salvations. What a privilege. And um, so forth. And many got healed. And wow, it was just wonderful to hear the testimonies of the goodness of God. And how awesome he is in his mercy and wanting to bring people to saving knowledge. Hallelujah. So stay in that attitude. Continue to look for the opportunities. And uh, also uh, observe these kind of thoughts also for your personal life. He says, with many of them, verse 5, God was not well pleased. For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. So uh, even though uh, the covenant has changed, God has not changed. And uh, we still approach God by faith as they approached him by faith. Even though there were different times and seasons. But the approach of man was by faith. Therefore, by faith, all of those Old Testament saints and pre-Old Testament, pre-Moses, all of them, you know, even Cain, Abel, are listed there. So these kind of things uh, continue to apply to us also. Amen. Because it's by faith that we receive what Christ has paid for. Verse 6 says, now these were our examples to the intent we also, that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. So uh, the flesh is still the flesh and whatever they were engaged in, we could also be engaged. You can look around and see how natural man has gotten to a level of depravity that makes you uh, turn colors just thinking about what they have done and said. It's unbelievable that man can behave lower than animals. So in these times, we are called upon to not be moved by uh, lower forces, uh, fallen nature and demonic realms to be affected and moved so that we also begin to be stirred up to desire things that are not approved of God, especially nowadays. And then he goes to list things that we may think, oh, I wonder if this has anything to do with us. But you can see how humanity is behaving out there. But therefore, all of this is very possible. Verse 7, Neither ye be idolaters, as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. This is talking about just before Moses came down the mountain and, uh, you know, his protege or aide was confused, you know, saying that it is the sound of war. But Moses knew that they were not 
preparing for battle. Rather, they were indulging themselves in other things. Amen. People sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play and all of that. Nothing wrong with eating and drinking and playing. But uh, it should be in a certain manner and uh, there's a time for everything. Amen. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day uh, three and twenty thousand. That's 23,000 people dying in one day. And it's not uh, Corona. (laughs) Praise God. Neither let us tempt Christ, verse 9, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Very interesting statements here which seem archaic, too old for us to even imagine that such things can happen. But it's being brought to our memory so that we can see uh, that God is still God and he has not changed. And we can also be engaged in all of these things that they did. Verse 10, neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured. That looks almost like, come on. Can you even put that in the list? Yes. The Bible says they murmured and they were destroyed of the destroyer. That's very interesting. People just died because of murmuring. That means discontent, complaining, not satisfied, not thankful. Amen. Their mouths began to speak other things, uh, complaining and muttering, meditating on things that would not glorify God. Now, verse 11, all these things happened unto them For examples or examples, and they are written for our admonition, gentle warning and reminder, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Well, that brings it pretty much into context that is written to us because we can see from the scripture that we are at the end of all things, especially the end of this age. Verse 12, wherefore let him that Thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. You know, there's a possibility that you can think that you're doing great. Amen. And that is when we should be careful. That means uh, you think about yourself, your own walk, your own lifestyle, and how you're doing, and you make uh, assumptions of where you are, and you grade yourself. And he says, be careful in case you think you're doing so great that you could fall. Hallelujah. So uh, it is in that framework that he is bringing uh, the 11th chapter of communion and examining yourself and all of that. And remembering that Jesus paid the price and he's our great high priest and he intercedes for us and we remember all these things. Amen. So there are all of these thoughts there. Of course, in the beginning, there was no chapter and verse. It was uh, just written as a letter. And in the ninth chapter of the 27th verse, just before chapter 10, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So you can see all of these thoughts are there. He includes himself. Then he begins to talk about 
checking to see if you're feeling so great that you shouldn't take it for granted, lest you also fall. So the vulnerability of all of us, all of us could fail and flop, but we are uh, encouraged to look at all of this and think about what Jesus has done, the cup of blessing, the communion of the blood, the bread, etc. All of these thoughts are there, and so we are encouraged to remember that God wants us to enjoy a certain standard of life also. It's not the years of life that you live, but the life in each of those years and each of those days. What kind of life are you enjoying? And uh, what standard of life is it? Not just we lived. Amen. We want to be able to live a standard of life that glorifies the one who gave us life, breath, and all things. Amen. So um, all of these things are only for our good, uh, definitely. The other day uh, we were speaking on Sunday, and uh, I said the only bad news in all of this is that um, you know, not all of us get to shine the same way. Amen? That's the only bad news. Apart from that, it's all good news. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, we are guaranteed we're on our way to heaven. Jesus paid for it, defeated death. And uh, the last enemy, uh, which is death, will soon be put underfoot, wherein our bodies will be changed and in an instant in the twinkling of an eye, the least divisible amount of time, we will be changed and we will become just as he is, glorified bodies. Wonderful. It's all good news. This wonderful, great salvation that Jesus purchased. Amen. So if there's anything, in quote, negative or any bad news, it's just the fact that all of us don't get the same kind of uh, glory, uh, shining uh, eternal benefit in that department of our own lives being uh, shown, our own standard of living being shown externally as brightness uh, compared to the stars, that each star differs from another in its glory. That there are no two stars, just like snowflakes, there are no two stars that have the same kind of shine. Isn't that interesting? that each one of them has a peculiar uh, shine and luminosity and so forth. So that's the only bad news. We don't all get uniform shines. And we can't look at the other person and say, wow, uh, where did you get that from? You know, praise God. We all went through the same school. Amen. The same Holy Spirit was there. The Word of God was the uh, wonderful instruction and path and counselor for us. And then some used it and lived and lived in a manner that was worthy of that calling and vocation, and others not so great. Amen. And so the valuation, the difference. Now that we are uh, right there in that moment of time, it would pay and do us good to examine ourselves and prepare ourselves. Hallelujah. So that we uh, can guarantee a certain uh, shine or glory and, um, you know, things that endure. Hallelujah. A better and more enduring substance. Hallelujah. So all of these thoughts are given. 
ಇದಲ್ಲದೇ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನೀವು ಈ ವಿಷಯಗಳನ್ನು ಅರಿಯದವರಾಗಿರಬಾರದೆಂದು ನನ್ನ ಅಪೇಕ್ಷೆಯಿಲ್ಲ ಅದೇನೆಂದರೆ ನಮ್ಮ ಪಿತೃಗಳೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಮೇಘದ ಕೆಳಗೆ ಇದ್ದು ಸಮುದ್ರವನ್ನು ದಾಟಿದರು ಅವರೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಮೋಷೆಗಾಗಿ ಮೇಘದಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಸಮುದ್ರದಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಬಾಪ್ತಿಸ್ಮ ಹೊಂದಿದರು ಅವರೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಆತ್ಮಿಕವಾದ ಒಂದೇ ಆಹಾರವನ್ನು ತಿಂದರು ಅವರೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಆತ್ಮಿಕವಾದ ಒಂದೇ ಪಾನವನ್ನು ಕುಡಿದರು ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಅವರನ್ನು ಹಿಂಬಾಲಿಸಿದ ಆ ಆತ್ಮಿಕ ಬಂಡೆಯೊಳಗಿಂದ ಅವರು ಕುಡಿದರು ಆ ಬಂಡೆಯು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನೇ ಆದರೆ ಅವರೊಳಗೆ ಅನೇಕರ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ದೇವರು ಸಂತೋಷಿಸಲಿಲ್ಲ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಅವರು ಅಡವಿಯೊಳಗೆ ಸಂಹರಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟರು ಅವರು ಕೆಟ್ಟ ವಿಷಯಗಳನ್ನು ಆಶಿಸಿದಂತೆ ನಾವು ಆಶಿಸುವವರಾಗಬಾರದೆಂಬುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಈ ಸಂಗತಿಗಳು ನಮಗೆ ನಿದರ್ಶನಗಳಾಗಿವೆ So we have all of these thoughts here and um, thank God. And of course you have a list of things. It goes on to say, uh, verse 7, Neither be idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day. Uh, three and twenty thousand neither let us tempt christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer now all these things happened unto them for examples examples and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Praise God. So you have all of these thoughts also and we will hear uh, some in Kannada. Let us read maybe 9 through 12 also in Kannada. ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ನಾವು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನನ್ನು ಪರಿಶೋಧಿಸದೇ ಇರೋಣ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಅವರಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಕೆಲವರು ಪರಿಶೋಧಿಸಿ ಸರ್ಪಗಳಿಂದ ಸಂಹಾರವಾದರು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಅವರಲ್ಲಿ ಕೆಲವರು ಗುಣಗುಟ್ಟಿ ಸಂಹಾರಕನ ಕೈಯಿಂದ ನಾಶವಾದರು ಆದದರಿಂದ ನೀವು ಗುಣಗುಟ್ಟಬೇಡಿರಿ ಅವರಿಗೆ ಸಂಭವಿಸಿದ ಈ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಸಂಗತಿಗಳು ನಿದರ್ಶನಗಳಾಗಿವೆ ಲೋಕದ ಅಂತ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ಬಂದಿರುವವರಾದ ನಮಗೆ ಅವು ಬುದ್ಧಿವಾದಗಳಾಗಿ ಬರೆದವೆ ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ನಿಂತಿದ್ದೇನೆಂದು ನೆನೆಸುವವನು ಬೀಳದಂತೆ ಎಚ್ಚರಿಕೆಯಾಗಿರಲಿ Praise God. So we have this uh, self testing mechanism we can try ourselves and check ourselves and see how we're doing and how we're standing all of that is possible. So it would be good to rate yourself every now and then and see how you're doing examine yourself see whether you're uh, still living by faith or are your emotions driving you or are your feelings getting the better of you all of that is there and so um, we would like to be part of the winning team and uh, not be uh, anyone who has regrets the bible tells us to run in a way that you know that you are winning run in a way that you are making contact run in a way that you know you are um, getting a full reward so there is a possibility of getting some kind of reward which is not so full not as one wanted 
Amen. We would like the full reward. Hallelujah. This is a one short thing. You get to live once down here and then that's it. End of story. Hallelujah. So might as well get a full reward. In the book of Numbers, we have some of these things. Uh, praise God. Um, it's interesting that they, there are things there written. Uh, Numbers 14, verse 28. Say unto them, As truly as I live, says the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from twenty years old, and upward which have murmured against me, doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun. But your little ones, which you said should be a prey, them will I bring in. They shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in this wilderness. And your children shall wander in the wilderness forty years, bear your whoredoms until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness, etc., etc. For each of those Things that are written there bear something, uh, some uh, relationship with us today because he brings all of that to today and says, We who are seeing the end of the world, upon whom the ends of the world are come, the ends of the age, uh, we should take heed and be careful. So we have a God who is listening to what's going on and listening to our words and we get according to what we say. Isn't that interesting? That's been there all the time. Hallelujah. And so uh, it's not God allowing things. It's we allowing things. All over again. Amen. So we have to be a little careful. Since we want to make sure we do it right. Uh, out of the abundance of our hearts. Our mouth speak. Our attitudes. Our actions all spring from the heart. Amen. Our words control us, our words control our lives, and so forth. Let's see if we can hear um, verse 27 and 28 of Numbers 14. So in these times, as we count down towards the new year, if Jesus doesn't come before all that, take stock and see how you're doing in the ground of the heart and what kind of thoughts come up into words and come out of your mouth. And so, you know, it's good to attack it from the very root system and not allow things to grow and develop. You know, you may have to say things like, uh, I, do not, I do not covet any man's gold or silver or apparel. Anytime you're forced to think about, you know, someone's earning, someone's uh, greatness and development in an earthly way, you may just have to quietly say, before your thoughts get too far, 
I covet no man's gold or silver or apparel. Amen. God is my source. God supplies all my needs. He can never lie. He never changes. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Therefore, you can be content. You can be satisfied with God being your everything. And not looking to the arm of flesh. And not looking at humanity and uh, external confidence. Amen. So uh, these things rise up and they actually go to his ears. And he lives inside us. So maybe he's closer to us than the Old Testament. Because <laughs> he lives inside us. Of course he was everywhere. But I'm just saying for someone so intimate with us. Seeing what's going on in our heart is super easy. Amen. But he does have something about it coming out of your mouth also. So before it reaches the mouth section, it would be better to deal with it. Amen. In the heart itself, it would be good to deal with the planting of certain thoughts, um, developing of certain thoughts. And you will notice the enemy likes to come and sow things. And drop things into the heart soil. And he will whisper things to you. Things that would like us to compare with others. Uh, receive honor from others. So that others would just say, wow, you look great. And wow, your house is awesome. And, Ooh, look at that car. Ooh, look at your shoes. Etc, etc. Right? Of course, uh, we enjoy that. And God knows that. Hallelujah. Solomon had glory. And uh, we all are created for glory. Amen. And so uh, ever since the fall, we're trying to get some fig leaf or the other to cover and just make ourselves look good. Amen. Hallelujah. At least hide behind a tree or something. Praise God. <laughs> so we, we are grasping for something to show some glory and cover up, you know, our original uh, fault and failure and just look good. Amen. But thank God that from the very core of our being, we've been made good. Amen. The uh, old Adamic tree is over. As in Adam all died, so in Christ we all live. That tree is over. Hallelujah. We're done with that tree. Amen. So I have new life. You have new life in Christ's life. And you don't have to entertain the old Adamic tree style and thinking. Praise God. Now you are complete and full and crammed up with all of God. Amen. And the very soil of your heart can be loaded with such thoughts rather than uh, any other. Hallelujah. So we are called to uh, begin to isolate these things more and more as you prepare yourself for the new year. Begin to check and see uh, what has driven your thinking. Ultimately, has it been your confidence in God and His Word? Or is it something more external? Something that everybody else can also achieve? Hallelujah. Even a sinner can achieve a lot of these things. Amen. And we can walk as mere men. It's possible to this Corinthian church... That they could actually walk like ordinary people. That everything that everybody else could do, they could do too. And they could talk like that. They could live like that. Hallelujah. And so uh, we are not called to be like that. We are called to be separate from all of that. Come out from among them and be separate. 
Hallelujah. Knowing that our source is different. Our life comes from another uh, planting, another root system. Amen. The stem of Jesse, the root that comes from that original plan of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And that, that was eternal life itself. The life and nature of God. And that it has to be uh, thought upon. And it has to be abundantly kept in the soil of our heart. And then it affects our th- words. And then it comes out in actions. And God wants us to be full of it. Filled with the knowledge of his will. Filled where you know, man, this guy is full of it. Hallelujah. Full of it. Every time you press him, this is what comes out. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like, this is what he says. This is how he lives. Amen. Praise God. And so uh, this is God's desire for us given in that prayer that we walk in that manner. That we enjoy that place partaking of the inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. We are partaking, taking from the light nature that drives away darkness, that does not tolerate darkness, that overcomes darkness, that continues to dominate darkness. Amen. And uh, lives it out, proves it out. And you can see that you are living at already various levels of light. Hallelujah. And that's what we are called to do and see how much light are we walking in. How much of the fellowship of God's nature are we enjoying and bringing forth and showing forth. And eventually we get to be clothed with that. That level of our walk, that level of showing forth of his praises and glory is what eventually clothes us. And that cannot be taken away from us. And that will continue to shine Forever. Hallelujah. So it is not uh, something that is fake or made up. This is the truth. This is the core of our being. And so we want to deal with this. Amen. I, I don't know if we read Numbers 14 in Canada yet. We have? Not yet. We have. Amen. So um, the principle of God has not changed. Amen. What we say, what we declare in his ear is what is done to us. Amen. So sometimes you, you can say it slowly, quietly, just mumble it. I covet no man's gold or silver or apparel. God is my money. God is my source. God is my finance. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. And when you're alone, you can even shout it. I covet no man's gold or silver. I'm not looking to man and the arm of flesh. God is my source. God is my resource. God is my money. God is my savings. God is my insurance. He'll never fail me. Hallelujah. Amen. And that begins to fill the heart. And you know, it just begins to well up within you. And it affects the way you live. Because it is at the base of your thinking. And so we want that kind of uh, lifestyle. It's an honorable lifestyle. I'll go off to another scripture in John chapter 5. Observe there um, from verse 37. Jesus is saying lots of stuff. The book of John is, so to speak, pregnant with revelation. Awesome. And in the 37th verse, he says, The Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, 
nor seen his shape. That comes from, you know, himself being there and being very acquainted with him, hearing his voice uh, at all times. And he came from there, seen his shape. Your God has a shape also. Amen. He has a voice and a shape. 38, you have not his word abiding in you. I guess this is the part that we can take. Amen. Get the word to abide in us. And then we will start to enjoy certain things that Jesus is talking about. Seeing his shape, hearing his voice, all of those things that come from deep intimacy with him. Amen. Uh, Spiritually seeing these things. Hallelujah. Uh, And you have not his word abiding in you. For whom he has sent, him you believe not. So there is this connection between the one who is a messenger, the sent one. And the word and the one who has sent it, all of that is in there. Amen. Praise God. And the abiding word. 39. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. He said, uh, search and check. And if you get the light, you will know that I am the one standing in front of you. Amen. These guys claimed that they were full of scripture and searching scripture. And they would eventually come up with, you know, a kind of wisdom and an attitude which crucified him, killed the very one who was sent to them. So it is possible from the same word to miss it. Amen. Unless there is a light and illumination and revelation that flesh and blood does not give you, but the Father in heaven. Amen. Through the Spirit of God. So we want that kind of revelation which changes our lives. Which makes us receive Jesus properly. Receive his word properly. And enjoy the life of God. Amen. And you will not come to me, verse 40, that you might have life. Thank God we have come to him. Glory to God. I receive not honor from men. But I know you, that you have not the love of God in you. A lot of cryptic sounds in King James, but, you know, we will see it, you know, more clearly in various shades of light from versions. Verse 43, I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. See, there's a possibility of misplacing honor, giving honor to someone rather than God himself. All of that is there. Or uh, misplacing honor and doing it the right way. All of that is possible. And then verse 44. How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Hallelujah. You see, there is a a final place of honor which God would like to show us, and that is, you know, uh, true honor, the honor that comes from God. That is going to be our decoration day, our, you know, being awarded with God's honor. Hallelujah. He would like to give us that honor. The other kind of honor may be uh, transient and just... Maybe even trying to flatter you and take something out of your life. When men honor you, you have to be a little careful. 
Amen. But the true honor comes from God. I'll read from another version. Uh, Verse 37, BBE. And the Father himself who sent me has given witness about me. Not one of you has ever given ear to his voice, his form you have not seen. You have not kept his word in your hearts because you have not faith in him whom he has sent. This is a strong preacher. You can see he is talking to a slightly hostile (laughs) congregation. Amen. People are waiting for a chance to finish him. And he's just plowing on. Amen. Verse 39. You make search in the holy writings. Well, okay. In belief that through them you get eternal life. And it is those writings which give witness about me. So we eventually have to learn to make Jesus the hero out of it all. And still you have no desire to come to me so that you may have life. They didn't expect that it would be like this. They thought it would be more religious than a heart thing. The matter was they spoke words which didn't come from a heart that was close to God. They said things but their heart was far away. So it was a heart thing, right? Their heart was not where their lips were. And so uh, I thank God we can make the adjustment and just go from the heart itself and then release words of the lips. 41, I do not take honor from men, but I have knowledge of you that you have no love for God in your hearts. So what he's saying here is that if it were based on the clapping and the hallelujahs that they gave when he was preaching, then, uh, you know, it would be a different story. Jesus didn't get much hallelujahs out of the congregation. In fact, they would just stroll off. (laughs) And he would look at his disciples and say, are you also checking out? And say, well, we go. You have the words of life. So they could tell the difference and say, this is the person that God sent. Amen. Hallelujah. But uh, you see, so he was not preaching, teaching to get amens and hallelujahs from the people. He was preaching and teaching what he knew he has to preach and teach. And he was thick-skinned enough to do that and continue doing it even if everybody strolled off. So that tells us that the honor he's talking about is when the father said, you did good. Rather than the people saying, you did good. Amen. Good job, son. You preached exactly what I said. You taught exactly what I said. Amen. And that is where we need to approach. That we are able to pick the honor of God in the whole thing. And not just what people like or don't like. If our lives are going to be moved by what people like or don't like, we may not make it in the department of uh, honor when it comes to God. God will say, you just went with what they wanted, not with what I told you to. Praise God. And that is what we are trying to approach. Because we all like the honor that comes from men. We like the peta put on our head and the, you know, the shawl and you know the special chair and all of that stuff and all the wwe introduction and from parts unknown 
We present to you. We like all that, you know. But, you know, God can see right through all of that. Amen. And he came here and went right through. And <laughs> so we are learning that he, he's saying here that if he were living because of men's honor, if he were doing things just for man's honor, man, he, he would have missed it because he was not really honored. In fact, he was refused by those to whom he was sent. Amen. And so uh, we're learning. We're learning that when complaints rise up within our hearts, we have to look at the source of it. Why are you bothered about that? Is it because of God or because of man? Is it because of God or because of the world? What is this that's going on inside there? Hallelujah. And we can separate and sieve through and it will be all the better when we see him face to face that we followed the right unction, the right prompting, the right reasons. Amen. Because it's all about honor eventually. God wants to honor us. Hallelujah. And there's an honor that comes only from him. That means men may not be able to give it to you. Hallelujah. Because they don't see your heart. They don't see why you said what you said. They just live superficially most of the time. 90% of uh, the time people in the church are not really spiritual, right? Amen. Uh, somebody said if you really want to accuse people of being a Christian, you may not find much evidence. <laughs> I remember that. They may not be found with anything, you know. Praise God. They may just be so much like everybody else. You may have to check their pulse and see if they're actually alive. They are among the dead. And so we, we cannot be like that. Hallelujah. We have to be uh, who we were called to be. Amen. Bearers of light. Sons of light. Showing forth the praises of him who called us. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. At the risk of even being dishonored. Not just not honored, but even dishonored. Hallelujah. So to speak, you know, dung put on your face for what you said. By the believer, not even the unbeliever. Praise God. And being uh, a victim of all of that. But being sure that that's what God wanted you to say. It's tricky. None of us like that, you know, dishonorable kind of uh, reputation, so to speak. Verse 42, but I have knowledge of you that you have no love for God in your heart. Notice how he rates that. He calls it the love of God. Amen. That if you love God, you're willing to be even dishonored by people. Praise God. And otherwise, you're also just as flaky and superficial as they are. And you get bent out of shape and so worked up because you didn't please everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 43. I have come in my Father's name. Your hearts are not open to me. If another comes with no other authority but himself, you will give him your approval. He's saying, I'm coming straight from the throne. My Father sent me. And you will not give me that approval and honor. But if somebody else came blowing his own trumpet, making such a big deal, you would give him all the honor. 
Amen. So he would say, you guys, you have no idea how blessed you are that your eyes can see this man. That John the Baptist is the greatest of all, even though he didn't write one book. And did no miracles. He saw the one of whom was prophesied. He said, oh, he's the greatest. He said, you have no idea that the one that has been spoken about is standing here. And you are listening to him. You are living with him. People are wondering, how is it possible? And you are living. He said, blessed are your eyes for they see. And your ears that they hear. Praise God. And so today we are gone beyond that now. And God lives in us. Whoa. Hallelujah. And we're thinking like everybody else. We cannot honor ourselves properly. Because we are not sure who we are. We give ourselves to basal thoughts. Instead of actual honor that God has given to us. We cannot say God is my strength. How can I say that? There's so many biological things that I have to compute and weigh and see whether really I can choose such a verse even. Because of all the objectivity and science that is involved, I cannot replace my strength with God's strength. And my money with God's money. Because if you look in the bank, there's nothing. Amen? Can you see that? We are so like them that we have to compute and figure and feel everything like them that we cannot honorably speak even about ourselves in Christ. We cannot say that authoritatively to a, point, to a point where we can live it. Okay, you say all these things. Let's do this now. Uh, for that I have to check and see whether the log table still works in that kind of calculation. Amen. I have to figure this thing out. And after much figuring, I'll go the safe way. It's all right. You can. But then there's a higher life. Amen. That God can cause us to live by. Amen. And we are all guilty of this at various points in time. Because we fear for our own lives. And we feel for ourselves, our own honor and dishonor in the midst of it all. What will they say? That guy's a nut. He preaches nutty stuff. He believes nutty stuff. Ah, I better preach something that's acceptable. I better teach something that everybody will clap for. Instead of just some select group of nuts. Who take the word as it is written. Etc, etc. Can you see all that? And if they make a face. Oh, you're so hurt. You'll never preach another day again. All of that is a struggle to cover yourself with some false honor. Which God did not give. Because God's honor agrees with his word. Hallelujah. And so we begin to honor ourselves properly. Treat ourselves properly in Christ. Begin to give ourselves primarily to the right kind of thinking. Because that's where the honor starts. Honorable thoughts. Is it lovely? Is it honorable? Is it praiseworthy? Think on that. Amen. And that only agrees with the word of God. So many other thoughts may have to just be dumped. So you can see that when he said these things, uh, it was slightly different from the way we think. That we are trying to even crack what he said. But he was dealing with a, you know, a current that was constantly against him. Questioning everything. Who's this guy? 
Amen. Nothing good comes out of that town. He's the one that came from there. Who's this fellow? Then we come along after having given all these things that God has given to us to partake of the inheritance of the saints in light, his own life, nature. And then we are full of questions. Can I say that? Can I do this? Why? We have to think. Is it for our honor? Is it man's honor? Or is it God's honor? Amen. So they slept while you were preaching. Too bad. You preached the word of God. You prayed up a storm. You fasted. That's their problem. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, they just became trees. The planting of the Lord. In the house. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's all right. <laughs> There's an honor that comes only from God. And that honor will be seen that day. Amen. Some of these things, uh, you know, the result was not seen immediately. Later on, they're going to see him that they pierced and say, the one who was sent to us, that's the one we killed. Man, we were so off target. We were so off. We thought we were doing great. And they still feel that way. Religion is always like that. Amen. I have come in my father's name and your hearts are not open to me. If another comes with no other authority but himself, you will give him your approval. Think about this. You go to a country because you believe God the Father sent you. They don't receive you. And you get all bent out of shape. (laughs) You should just be bothered whether you obeyed your father, that's all. Amen. Oh, they didn't receive you. They're this and that and the other. Hey, wake up, man. It was the Father who sent you. He's the one that they are dishonoring, not you. Why are you taking it so personally? Because of an honor problem. You want to grab the honor for yourself. You have to separate yourself from this thing. And it must be deep in the corner of the thoughts and the heart of the matter. Amen. And so um, everything changes when you start looking at it like that. If you really believe that God sent you, that God called you, God told you to do what you're doing, you shouldn't be bothered if man is acting this way and that way. You should be bothered about what did God say. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that honor that you're going to get there and in eternity cannot be compared to anything that man can give you or not give you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How could they miss Jesus, right? The greatest preacher, the most anointed, the wisest person, wiser than Solomon, greater than the temple, standing there. And they could miss him? Are you serious? Can you really miss such a person? Absolutely. You can. So, you know, it's because of the honor. People are just trying to grasp for honor. They wanted the honor for themselves. They didn't want to give the honor to God who sent him. Amen. They wanted it for themselves. And they would do anything, even kill him for that. Praise God. It's the same story with those who shouted, Greatest Diana, for three hours or something like that. They just kept at it. And uh, they wanted the honor. They didn't care whether they killed those people. 
the honor was now moving to another person, an invisible God. And so we have to begin to think about this. Idolatry is just honor. Look at me. Look at me. I'm next to the idol. I'm the idol. When I do this, I become honored. When I do that, I become honored. Does God get the honor? That's what we can take away from these verses. Not I don't receive men from honor from men. That's not the point. Amen. That's not what he's saying. He's saying... I am not moved by man's honoring me or not honoring me. I know who sent me. I have come in his name. Amen. And I don't uh, have to bother about your approval or not. I am obeying my father. All of this I did because of him. I became like you because of him. I am simply obeying my father and giving him honor. Hallelujah. Now, this is where things become a little more interesting. Verse 44. How is it possible for you to have faith while you take honor one from another and have no desire for the honor which comes from the only God? Notice how it connects to faith there. He says, this is where faith is going to be affected also. Hallelujah. That you are believing all these kind of things. Totally weird. But it is in the Bible. It's written there. You are just nutcase kind of fellows. Believing God like this. Everything you just believe God. You just believe God. And everybody thinks you are some kind of cult. Weird. Amen. But you are not bothered as long as you know God said it. I believe it. That settles it. (laughs) So what if nobody else believes it? Amen. So what? God said it. I believe it. That settles it. So we're going to do at least what Jesus did. He brought it here. He preached it. And one guy came to India years and years and years ago. His name was Thomas. St. Thomas. What if nobody really responded back then? So what? He came. And today here we are talking about him. Amen. He obeyed and responded. We obey and respond. That's all. We honor the one who sent us. And he's going to honor us. Amen. He's going to honor us. And his honor is greater and After every man's honor has ended, God's honor will last and outlast every other thing. It will be forever. So it really doesn't matter. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Then he brings it back into their own uh, language and he says, Oh, you think that it's just me and my father? You guys think you you really like Moses, right? What Moses said is what's going to judge you. He's the one that's going to meet you. In other words, the word of God. The word is the final authority to all of these issues. Amen. If you had believed in Moses, verse 46, you would have believed in me, for his writings are about me. If you have no belief in his writings, how will you have belief in my words? Notice how he's moving things along and saying, you believe the scripture, that is how you prove that you believe in me. 
Amen. He was giving Moses' writings the authority to put him in the right context. And therefore, you and I can be 100% sure that you're standing on good ground, God's ground, when you take the word as it is written. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not just saying me, me, me. You guys believe in Moses? Listen to him. His words are talking about me. In the whole of the scripture, it is written about me. Praise God. All right, let's hear some things in Canada also before it goes too far. Um, Over there in John chapter 5, from verse 37 all the way to 44. Nanan Kaluisida Tande Utane Nana Vishali Sakshi Hevidane Nivu Endadaru Atana Dwani and Nukeda Lilla Illave Atana Rupavanu Nodalilla Atana Vakevu Nimali Nele Agiru Vadilla Yakandare Atanu Kaluisidatan and Nunivu Nambu Vadilla Barahagadanu Parishodi Siri Avugadali Nimage Nikaji Vuntendu Nivu Nenasutirala Avugade Nana Vishayavagi Sakshi Kuduvagada Give Adare Nivu Jivavanu Hunduvante Nana Badige Baruvadilla Nanu Manusherinda Manavanu Angikari Suvadilla Adare Nanu Nimmanu Balenu Nimmali Devara Preti Illa Nanu Nana Tandeya Heserinali Bandidene Nivu Nanano Angikari Suvadilla Matubanu Tana Swanta Heserinali Bandare Nivu Avanano Angikari Suviri Devarinda Matra Baruva Manavanu Buduka de Uberindo Abberige Baruva Manavanu Hunduva Nivu Hagen Ambiri. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You know, uh, think about it. This is the core of our faith. How can you believe if you're going to be looking for man's approval? Your own senses, your feelings, your emotions. You are relying on them. You cannot really believe God if that's what you are looking for. At the expense of what anybody, including yourself, is feeling, you have to take the word as it is written. Amen. So, quietly you say, I don't care what I feel. Whatever blame and mess Adam got us into, Jesus paid for completely. And I am in him. I'm not in Adam anymore. I'm in Christ. And in him I live. Hallelujah. I live in Christ. The mess cannot dominate me. That is over. It is forbidden. I live in Christ. In him I live. Death is canceled there. Praise God. And so you begin to say these things. And God is listening. Instead of a murmur, this is what's coming out. Praise God. And that's what you're getting. Hallelujah. The honor, okay, there's external, but there's also internal honor. You know, how are you honoring God yourself, with yourself, in your own daily needs? Are you taking his word as final or etc.? That's what we want to look at more closely. If they knew these things, it should have been a different story, right? But here we are looking at it in the past. Praise God. Yesterday, today, and forever. Who was and is and is to come. This work was done about 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. And so we need to be careful that we are not moved 
by any of these things. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I thank God for the Philippian church. They were wonderful people. Amen. Because they saw who Paul was. The others, imagine, they didn't really see it. They didn't know the person who was with them. Because, you know, maybe they couldn't clap for, you know, him in the natural. He was saying strange things. Amen. So, notice what he said in verse 15 of chapter 4. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church, no church, with a ministry like that, every church should have just gotten behind him, right? But they could not see what he was talking about. They were expecting something else. They were not expecting God, really. They were expecting what they wanted. Amen. So they didn't get behind and get involved with him. In fact, guys who were working with him checked out. (laughs) No church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. They were a special people. They saw, whoa, this man, you have no idea who he is. It's a privilege, even if you have nothing, whatever you have, just give it to him. They saw it, and he saw that. And he said, you guys have seen something that no other church has seen. Isn't that interesting? Jesus, okay, that's over. Next comes this person. They could not receive him. That man had to go and make tents and slog on his own because nobody could see who he was and whom he he honored and represented. They did not know. Here we are. In the past. And we are saying go make tents. We tell people to go make tents. Have you heard people say go and get a job man. Why? Because this is not. The honor. That they are thinking about. They are thinking about something else. It's hard isn't it? And they will turn their eyes and look here and there. But you have to say what has to be said. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you know God. In your heart you know this is true. This is God. This is the word. This is what is important. The other things. They are temporary. They are subject to change. They can degrade. Man and his promises are nothing. Those who trust in the arm of flesh. In fact they are cursed. They will not see good when it comes. So we have to constantly tell our thoughts, our deep thoughts. No, 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 no. I covet no man's gold or silver or apparel. Paul said that. He had to. He had to trust God. And at that point, this is the way it went. When I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. And he enumerates, for even in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift. Look at this man. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So there's an account like that. There's an account created by God where these things go into. And that affects you eternally. 
Isn't that interesting? Others won't see that account. Amen. That it may abound to your account. But I have all. And abound. I'm full. Having received of Epaphroditus. The things which were sent from you. An odor of a sweet smell. A sacrifice. Acceptable. Well pleasing to God. It was a sacrifice. Amen. Epaphroditus was the one that brought the things that these people brought again and again in their hard times. An afflicted church. And then the Bible says, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Where you get your inheritance from. In glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Notice how he brings it back to God must get the glory. Jesus must get the glory. To him is the glory. To him is the honor forever and ever. That's a long time, my brother and sister. Forever and ever. Imagine God wants to honor you and honor you only. The honor that comes from God only. Amen. Nobody can do that except him. And that is what we should be coveting. Hallelujah. Amen. We talked about a saint the other day who said, Not for the glories of heaven or for the fear of hell, but I love you, Lord. Wow. Wow, wow. That's some amazing statement. Amen. But you can see that there are all these various thoughts. And we can desire secretly in the depths of our heart. And say them and speak them. And God hears and gives us accordingly. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe that these things are written for our admonition. Upon whom the end of the age has come. That we can check. We can observe. And we can make adjustments. We can get this thing worked out into a place where we have an account in heaven. (laughs) Oh yeah, glory to God. Hallelujah. And also we have a sacrifice that is well pleasing in his sight. Glory. And then he can honor. Amen. He can do the right thing. And God shall supply all your needs. Emotional, physical, material, financial From the inheritance that belongs to you in the glory of God. Amen. To partake of that. Because that's the way he has done it. Glory to God. Let's see if we can hear uh, Philippians 4. 15 all the way to 17. Idalade Filippi Avare, Suvartea Praram Badali Nanu Makedonia Dinda Horataga Kuduadara Matu Tegedu Kuluadara Vishadali Nimma Horatu Bere Sabeu Nanandige Bagava Hisalilla Vendu Nivu Sahabalidi Nanu Thessalonica Dali Adagalu Nivu Kelavu Sari Nana Korate and Nunigisuadake Kotu Kaluisidirella Nanu Niminda Danavano Apexisu and Entella, Adare Nimma Lekake, Samrudi Ada Falavane, Apexisu Atene, Adare Beka, the Della Nanagundu, Samrudi Aitu. Praise God. So there is an honor which comes from God only. Amen. Let's read 44 again out of John, the fifth chapter. How can you believe? 
which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. Notice that we're supposed to actively seek for that. <clears throat> Hallelujah. That your main press and effort and energy and seeking, they seek things. All the Gentiles seek various things. But we seek actively. What are we supposed to seek? The honor that comes from God only. Hallelujah. And that is going to be like a solid rock for our faith. That God said, Oh woman, great is thy faith. So many people touched him in that crowd. Everybody's touching you, the disciples said. Even they didn't understand it right there. But this woman had pressed through. No matter what was going on outside, she was actually holding on to the word of God. She was acting on the word of God and that made the connection and the power flowed out of him into her. And he said, I feel the power flowing out. He said, this kind of touch is different. This person is seeking it. Seeking my honor, my approval. For me to say, oh woman, great is thy faith. For me to say, daughter of Abraham. For me to say, there was no one like Job. One that stood upright and eschewed evil. Among all the generations on the earth, there was no one like him. That honor that only God can give is what we need to start craving for. Desiring after. Amen. That God will say, you know what? You did it. Hallelujah. And he does that. We can see in the scripture how he would you know, give them the, the honor. He would actually celebrate them. I have not seen so great faith. No, not in Israel. About a centurion. Somebody who was not even a Jew. But they had this special seeking. That they were willing to trust him. No matter what. And walk away and say, okay, if you said it, that's it. You don't have to come under my roof. You don't have to come in my house. Amen. I take your words. I honor your words as final. If you said it, that's it. Boom. And he would just say, Jesus, not anybody else. Jesus, God in the flesh would say, I have not seen so great faith. No, not in Israel. Hallelujah. Today we're dealing with the same person. And so we have something to shoot for. We have something to, the reason to believe. Why do we believe these things? Because there is an honor that comes from God only. Hallelujah. Amen. There's an honor that comes from God only. And if it is in the word of God, don't worry about it. If it is supported in the scripture, in the new covenant, don't worry. God is faithful. Amen. The one who gave you that word will come to you. Hallelujah. He'll meet you right there. Like he met Peter. He will walk on everything and come there. And he will pick you up. Praise God. And we are learning more and more to not be bothered about so many things. Hallelujah. So many emotions. So many feelings. Even though we do have emotions. And emotions are good. 
Amen. And God made them. But we cannot be led by our emotions. We cannot be moved and pushed around by emotions. They are like a spice. They make the food look, you know, taste better and even look good. But the main thing is the food, right? Who wants to just eat spice? So if you keep going on emotions alone, your stomach doesn't get filled. The core of the matter is not satisfied. Your deep yearnings are not met. Because emotions can leave you high and dry. Nothing substantial can come out of it. Praise God. And we need to begin to just acknowledge that more and more. Hallelujah. Thank God. Look at what Paul said in... Oh, sorry. Let's read this in Canada. John chapter 5. Verse 44 again. Notice in, in these thoughts as we go again to Paul. Because Jesus come now one of the greatest saints. After all that is Paul. Observe he says in verse 10. Talking to the Philippians again, he says, Now I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Notice the wording here. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. He didn't rejoice just in the Philippians greatly. Those guys, man, they blessed me, man. Wow. No, he put it in the right place. <laughs> I rejoice in the Lord greatly. See, he, he knew what it was all about. Amen. Of course, he had some needs and all of that. It was there. But he said, I've been trusting in God. <laughs> I'm rejoicing in the Lord. And I'm rejoicing greatly in the Lord. That notice, at last your care of me has flourished again. You know, so they had opportunity again. At one time they didn't have the opportunity. But they, they responded again to this opportunity. You know, some people just do a one shot and that's it. But a sustained thing. You have to see things that others are not seeing. To, to start doing things like that. Amen. Where you are just faithfully doing it again and again, again and again, sustained. Because you are trusting God that this honor is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's, it doesn't matter. Every opportunity I get, I'm going to do it again. You know, like that. Because you are seeing something that others are not seeing. And your emotions are screaming at you in chorus with them, in harmony with them also saying, You dumbo, why are you making a fool of yourself? Like, what kind of idiot are you? But you just continue because in the midst of it all, there's light shining about these things that you can see. Hmm, something that your head is still struggling with, but your heart is saying, that's the way. Go, go for it, go for it. Amen. Because it is written. Because the word said it from the beginning. It is still the same. Amen. This is God's way. This is God's word. This is how he thinks. And we can be tempted to do otherwise. But thank God we can always repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. 
I was misplacing the honor. I was looking in other directions. I was seeking other things. But this honor that comes from you only, I center myself again so I can believe you properly. Amen. So sometimes these excesses and weirdness that people complain about, sometimes it's because uh, the honor has been shifted. Amen. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, as you get to know those people, you realize they were doing it for the right reason. Not just to, you know, uh, lavish it on this and that, but for the right reasons. And nobody knows the heart like God. Amen. So first you may get thrown by the person, the personality and all that. But as you get close to them, you realize, man, this person loves God. This person is doing things because of God. Amen? And that takes time. And so not everybody can go ripping and see your heart. Hallelujah. Amen? No, nobody except God. And then those who, you know, know you to some extent. So they could see something that other churches could not. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I can see that you Philippians are different. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire that it may abound to your account. Your account will be full. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear uh, verse 10 of Philippians 4 in Canada. Igaladaro nanna vishayavada nimma yochaneyu nimmalli puna chiguridakke nanu kartanalli bahalavagi santosha pattenu ee vishayadalli neevu yochaneyullavaragiddaru nimage sandarbha sikkalillaveno. Amen. So as we approach the end of the year, think about all of this, you know, make adjustments. We all have to make adjustments. Verse 13 of Philippians 3 says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Paul says, I'm not perfect. Amen. I've not arrived and achieved. Forgetting the things, those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark. Glory. How many of you know there's more for Paul? There's much more. Amen. There was more than where he was. Is what he's saying. Wherever he had come to and achieved and arrived at, there was still more. Amen. He said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. It's always higher. Of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we're, we're listening to the heart of a person who's not perfect. Who's saying, you know what? I have to let go and go forward. I have to keep pressing. I need to go forward. I need to arrive at what God wants for me. Not just what I think and what anybody else thinks. There's more. I need to let go of that and press in. And he continues to bring it to us now. He says, verse 15, Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect or mature, takes time to make mature decisions, be thus minded, it's a mind, thinking, if in anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Praise God. Wherever you are, praise God. Let's go forward. Hallelujah. 
Be followers together of me. Mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. Amen. Many, he says, for many walk, many, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Many, not few. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? Whose glory is in their shame? Who mind earthly things? For our conversation or lifestyle or our actual citizenship is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall change our vile body. That it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. According to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Woo, glory to God. There's a lot there. But at least we can see we're all on that process of the path and following the example. And wherever we have to adjust, let's make the adjustment. Forget some things and press on to higher places. Marks that you have targets in God. That my life is definitely having to change. Amen. I need to make this adjustment. I need to fix this. It's God. It's his word. It's his will. Amen. We read a lot. Let's see if we can read a thing or two in Canada. Let's see. um, Verse. I think we did 15. We did 13. Nothing. Let's do 13 through 15 in Canada. Sahodarare, Nanantu Hididukondava Hindu Nananu Inisikorduvadilla, Adare Idom Danu Madutene, Nanu Hindina Vishavadanu Maritu Bitu Mundina Vugadanu Hidivadakagi. Krista Yesuvinali Devara Unatavada Kareyuvikea Bahumana Vanu Guri Madikondu Udutai Dene. Adadarinda Namali Pari Purunaradavaru Ide Abhipraya Ullavaragi Rona, Yavadadaru Undu Vishadali Nivu Bere Abhipraya Ullavaragi Dare Adanu Devaru Nimage Torisikoduvanu. Amen. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Maybe we can just do um, 20 and 21 also. Navadaru Paraloka Nivasigalu, Alindale Rakshakanu Baruvadanu Eduru Nodutai Deve, Atane Katanada Yesu Kristanu. Atanu Yellavanu Tanage Adina Madikola Laguva Parakramavanu Sadisi Dina Vastila Namma Dehavanu Rupantara Padisu Vadake Shaktanagidu Prabhava Ulla Tana Dehake Sarupe Vaguvante Maduvanu. I like the fact that he's able to subdue everything to himself. Including things in our own lives when we say, Lord, I want this change. I want this prayer to work here. I'm tired of this kind of life. I I want the next level. He will make it subdue. Amen. Let's worship him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We worship him who sits on the throne. Who continues to care for us lovingly, affectionately, tenderly. Who gives us a word. That continues to direct our paths in the light. So that on that glorious day. We will have minimum regret. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We are forever grateful. That you called us. Out of darkness into your marvelous light. Thank you. That we can show this even more. In Jesus name. 
Amen. Thank you so much, team. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are blessed. God is going to definitely restore to you manifold in Jesus' name. The great I want, I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back, no place to go. Slack, gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the great I want, I can't Yeah.